0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Spirit-Led Hope. My name is Glenn Erickson, and in this episode, we are talking about the courage to be humble. This is episode one of season two, and we are starting a new series. Before we get into that, I want to give a brief review of season one in case you have not listened to it. In season one, we looked at a life led by the Holy Spirit. We discussed that God wants us to be transformed on the inside to have the character of Jesus, and this is done through what Scripture calls the fruit of the Spirit. We saw that the Holy Spirit will help us grow in love, expressed as joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. In Season 1, we also discussed how the Holy Spirit will not only help us to have the character of Jesus, but the Holy Spirit will help us do the things that Jesus did— This is done through the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We spent a lot of time looking at the gifts of the Spirit, and we did not shy away from covering in detail spiritual gifts like prophecy, speaking in tongues, and we also looked at other spiritual gifts like healings and miracles. And finally, Season 1 also looked at the meaning of baptism with the Holy Spirit and what it means to live a Spirit-led adventure. We even explored questions like, can the gifts of the Spirit prove that God exists? Season 2 is going to be different, but it will rely heavily on the topics from Season 1. We're going to explore the tension that Christians experience when talking about the origins of the universe and the origins of life. The Christian believes that God created the entire universe and then created life as described in the book of Genesis. However, the modern secular scientific view basically says that the universe started on its own, created just the right conditions for life, and then life began. In this view, there is no need for a creator God. And these two opposing views can be very difficult for some Christians to manage. Out of this opposition can come a belief that trust in science cannot be reconciled uh, with trust in the Bible. Many Christians find their faith rattled because of this. In some cases, the opposing views can be combative. And there seems to be a growing group of science-based atheists who ridicule Christians for their belief in creation. And this can cause division among family members, friends, co-workers, classmates, neighbors, and arguments about creation even spill into the church. And I've experienced some of that, and maybe you have too. Season two of Spirit-Led Hope is going to look at creation and science, but really in a different way. There are many solid Christian ministries that look at the creation account in Genesis and reconcile it with modern scientific discoveries. In upcoming episodes, we will look briefly at some of these ministries, and we will also look at some of the science, but that is not the main purpose of this season. In season one, we focused on a life led by the Holy Spirit. In season two, as we talk about creation science, I want us to keep God in the middle of the discussion. When discussing creation science, there's always a temptation to get lost in the science and forget that as Christians, our focus should always be on our relationship with God and a life led by the Holy Spirit. That said, we are called to share the good news of Jesus with everyone. And that means it's helpful for us to know something about this topic. Many people reject Christianity because of the creation account, and we want to have relationship with them. I'm interested to see where season two goes. As I record this first episode, I do not have all of season 2 planned. I'm excited to see where the Holy Spirit takes us teaching. I am stepping out in faith. I believe it will challenge us, help us grow closer to God, and help us to be more effective as we serve God and others. Season 1 stretched out over a whole year in 29 episodes, but I do not expect season 2 to be that long. Season 1 had a lot of foundational teaching, and now we get to build on that. Season 2 is going to refer to Season 1. If you've not listened to Season 1, I encourage you to do that either before you listen to Season 2, or maybe interweave them. The episodes for Season 1 were released every other week, and I will try to make Season 2 the same. I will do my best, but life is very busy for me right now, and I may slip and not always meet my release dates. Um, Thank you for showing me grace in that area. If you are just now joining this podcast, you have plenty of time between season two episodes to get caught up with season one, or feel free to listen to season two and listen to selected episodes of season one if they look interesting to you. All right, that was a long introduction. Let's start looking at the courage to be humble. So let's imagine for a moment that we want to discuss how the scientific explanation of the universe and life compares to the biblical account found in Genesis. What do we need to know to be fluent and well-informed in that discussion? Let's start on the scientific side. When we talk about the universe itself, we need to be well-versed in the physical sciences. So, this includes disciplines such as chemistry Uh, geology, oceanography, physics, and astronomy. And each of these disciplines can be broken down further. Physics, for example, looks at things like energy, motion, electromagnetism, relativity, and the fundamental nature of matter. Of course, you can't do the physical sciences without the formal sciences, like logic and mathematics. And just like physics... Mathematics has many branches. If you only think that math includes the basic operations of addition, subtraction, multiplication, division, then you are only aware of a small fraction of mathematics. Mathematics includes disciplines like geometry, algebra, calculus, differential equations, game theory, statistics, topology, uh, many more. When we include life in our conversation, then there's more to learn. We need to understand the life sciences like biology, microbiology, botany, zoology, and genetics. Again, each of these disciplines can have multiple areas of study. So I'm sure by now that we can all see there is a lot to know. And I've not even come close to listing all the divisions and subdivisions of science we would need. Okay, well, let's change direction a bit. What does it take to fully understand the biblical account Of how the universe and life started. Well, the first thing we need to realize is that it involves more than just reading the first chapter of Genesis. Although in season two, we are looking primarily at Genesis, creation is mentioned throughout the Bible. These other references help give context to the primary account of creation. Now, in addition, it's the whole of the Bible that helps us see the nature of God and add critical information to what is happening in Genesis, especially with regards to the creation of humans. A proper interpretation of the biblical account of creation requires understanding the biblical text and how it was written, and important skills include the ability to learn about Hebrew and Greek, as well as the ability to perform things like textual criticism. Readers of the Bible are challenged to understand what the authors wish to convey in a book that was written thousands of years ago. Now, the Bible presents information in a variety of ways. A large portion of the Bible is historical literature that presents facts of what happened, but the Bible also contains large quantities of laws, uh, poetry, wisdom literature, prophecy and apocalyptic literature. And there are also parables and allegories. And we must consider the culture and customs of the times in which the Bible is written. All these things affect our ability to understand what we read in the Bible. Before I go any further, I want to make something clear. Every day, millions of people read the Bible without special training. Christians believe that the Holy Spirit works with us so that the skills we learn in school and life allow us to logically understand most of what is written in a translation of the Bible. Of course, if you know Hebrew and Greek, you don't even need a translation. But if we need a translation and we have an accurate translation, most Christians will understand what God wishes to convey in the text. Now, of course— Christians are encouraged to study to gain a deeper understanding of Scripture, and I suspect we may expand on this in a future episode. However, when it comes to discussions around the topic of creation, we may quickly find that what we know is not enough. For example, most English Bible translations say that creation took place over six days. Now, this is vastly different than the science-supported time span of more than 13 billion years, and this is a case where we may need to dig in and look at the original Hebrew words or investigate the expressions used in the Hebrew culture. My point in saying all of this is that the knowledge needed for an even-handed conversation about our origins is beyond any one person. No one, can know everything about science, and no one can fully grasp the subject matter of the Bible. Eventually, this will prove to be a barrier in a conversation that goes beyond the superficial with someone who believes differently than you. I once watched a debate on creation between one man whom I will call Bible man and another whom I will call science man. So Bible man and science man were heavily criticizing what each other believed. And there was one moment where science man made the revealing statement that he did not know much about the Bible. And my first thought was, then why are you being so critical? And in the following minutes, it became clear that Bible man knew almost nothing about the science that science man was presenting. And this made me wonder why he was being so critical. Because of their lack of knowledge, all they did was bash each other and declare their viewpoint as correct. There was no useful conversation. And because we are all limited in what we know, there is the danger that we will do something similar. We will all be challenged by our lack of knowledge and understanding. What typically happens is that most people find someone they view as an expert in the field trust what they say, and then parrot their beliefs. And I'm not saying this is necessarily wrong, because none of us have the same skill set, and we do need to help each other. That requires that we trust each other. The problem comes when we try defending our beliefs without the right foundation, uh, but we act like we do. And it can even get more complicated Not only does no one know everything about the biblical and scientific explanation of our origins, but the person you are talking to often has an expertise in an area far different from your own, and it is even possible that their expertise is something that you can never hope to obtain. For example, some of the mathematics used in theoretical physics are well beyond the ability of most people. I took four years of mathematics at the university level, and I still would not be able to understand some of the math used today, even after brushing off the textbooks and studying hard. So I must accept that my brain is limited in some areas, and so is yours. Everybody has limitations. I have seen geniuses when it comes to scientific theory who could not figure out how the simplest mechanical devices work. Everybody has limitations somewhere. Because no one knows the same things or has the same background, I believe there are three very important things we need when discussing creation. And these are the big takeaways of this episode. The first thing we need is humility. That's the title of this episode. We need to accept that we do not know everything and never will. Someone else may be more knowledgeable or have more skill in an area than we do, and humility allows us to accept that. It takes courage to be humble because we may be proven wrong. In fact, the first episode of season one was called The Courage to be Wrong, and what we said there applies to where we are now in season two. Humility is related to and opens the door for The second thing we need. The second thing is a commitment to be a truth seeker. Are we willing to accept the truth even if it means we might be proven wrong in something? And this can be very uncomfortable. What if we discover that something we have believed our entire life is wrong? A truth seeker is willing to change what they believe. Just like humility, accepting the truth can take great courage. I shared some of my own journey in seeking the truth in season one. The third thing we need when discussing creation is grace. Grace in a biblical context is often described as unearned favor. Although we could expand on that, I think that definition serves us well when we have conversations with those who believe differently. Let us be willing to show others favor. Let us show them kindness even if they do not deserve it. I will admit that I have fallen short in this area. On the topic of creation, I've been called everything from stupid to heretical, and I've not always responded kindly. Not once. When I failed to respond with grace, did the conversation turn out well. But when I practiced grace, the conversations were meaningful, even if I ended up agreeing to disagree with the other party. These three things, humility, Truth and grace are vital if we want to discuss how science and the Bible deal with the beginning of the universe and life. My hope is that this episode equips you for those following and that you will extend grace to me. I have a feeling that this season is one that will be challenging and may stir up some strong emotions. In our next episode, we are going to look at worldviews and the human spirit. As always, if you have any comments, suggestions, or questions, please email me at Glenn with 2 ns at spiritledhope.com or simply use the contact form at spiritledhope.com. That is spiritledhope.com. If you have returned from Season 1 for Season 2, thank you for coming back. If this is your first time listening to Spirit Led Hope, I end each episode with a blessing from Romans 15.13 that goes like this.